Hello, everybody. Welcome to another Overflow podcast. My name is Julian. I want to start off first again by saying thank you. Thank you for spending time with us and listening to these podcasts. I really do appreciate it. I, right now, I am in the city of Pigeon Forge. That's in the state of Tennessee. We are here for the Summit Conference. Uh, before coming out here, we did spend some time in Buford, Georgia. We spent time with uh, the Copeland's Church. We spent time with Josh and Crystal Pound. And that is this interview who we spent it with. And you guys are going to be blessed. This is a podcast on doing the work of God and doing it with family. But not only that, the adventure into entrepreneurship as a family. I know sometimes that is something we all want. We all want to be the head. We don't want to be the tail. We want God's blessing to reign for us. And and uh, we know that God has that picture for all of us. But sometimes taking those steps could be so nerve-wracking. I know personally as a family man, you know, trying to get into entrepreneurship and learn. And I, I eventually want to be full-time into it. But God will open that door when it's ready. Um, I am trying. I'm experimenting. I'm testing testing different things. But God will open the door when it's right. But the pounds, they did it. They jumped off in faith. And God has blessed them. It is really awesome to see what God's doing in their family. And through Josh and Crystal and just the ministry that they're doing in the city of Buford. And again, I mentioned in the podcast, if you're ever in the city of Buford, um, you guys should go and visit uh, Pastor Jordan Copeland's church. It is a powerful, mighty revival church. It is awesome. They're doing a great job. Um, but right now, again, we're in the city of Pigeon Forge. We're doing the Kingdom Kids. That is a ton of fun. We had our first night last night. It was a great job. We're working with different people from all over the country. It is cool because we get to work with other Sunday school teachers, other people who are involved in children's ministry, and we get to see how they do things, um, get us outside of our normal, you know, how we do things at my city, a church, and Rialto. And we get to just see how other people do things and learn and take things home. I'm already been inspired, and I have ideas for things to take home and do in my Sunday school classroom. Uh, I really do hope you guys are blessed with today's podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And I want to say welcome to the overflow. Everybody. Welcome to another Overflow podcast. I am with some friends today in the city of Georgia. No, out of the state of Georgia. With some friends in the city of Buford. These are very close friends to us. This is Josh and Crystal Pound. Guys, Hello. introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Josh Pound. Hi, I'm Crystal Pound. We have known each other for a very long time. Josh was actually one of my first friends when I got in church. So yeah. he, um, I remember us talking about it later in life and him... 
saying, you know, my mom told me to be your friend. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, and I barely understood any words you said. <laughs> I'm sure you remember, but I had a really bad speech impediment. Yes. I could not pronounce my R's at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then I met Crystal, I think I was like 13 or 14 when we first met. It was at West Coast Conference. Yeah, I, do you remember the year that was and you went over there? Um, I don't know. Maybe I was 15 or 16. I think Johnny was 15. Okay. Or 16. Okay, so... so I, I think you were... Probably like 13 yeah, or 14. Yeah, around that. So, yeah, and so we have all been friends for a long time. And then Kim, she got introduced. <gasps> so. Came into the picture way later. Uh-huh, after <laughs> me and Kim. I think we married when yes. I introduced you. I think yes. so. Yes. Yeah, I came down and we went to the beach. We went to the we beach, right, Santa Monica? Yeah. I remember, so... Uh, I picked Josh. We picked Josh up. You were visiting from. Were you in Arizona or New Mexico at the time? I was actually here. Yeah. Here. Okay. So, well, you came and you visited. We went down to the beach. And we're telling about, and we're not going to talk about all of it, but we have a, a funny story of our past when we were younger, and we we're talking about this past, and uh, and Kim and her sister were there, and they were like, "Who, like, who did this happen with?" We we're like, "Oh, it's right here." <laughs> they're like, "What?" And I was like, "We're still friends." So yes. We've been. We just, we were boys, we were friends through the thick and the thin, and like, yes. that's just, we were the 90s kids, okay? Yeah. We, we were 90s kids. <laughs> we were that's 90s a good explanation kids. of yes. that. Yes, so, but, so Kim, and then, um, Kim eventually met, you met Crystal after you guys were already married, right? Yes. Yeah, because so. they had Arabella. She was four months. She was really, really little. Yes, she was so very newborn, yeah. Were you in town? How did we came happen? to visit CW. Oh, that's right. Okay. In Gloria. All right, uh, so it's but it's been a lot of fun. So we've we've all clicked very well. It's funny, me and Josh, even though we're like we're really good friends. Yeah. But Crystal and Josh, I mean Crystal and Kim talk every single day. Yeah. <laughs> me, me and Josh, we talk once a year. I, I called him out. So. Um, I think you talked to him once we were in Georgia, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I'll talk to me when I come back next year. Yeah. <laughs> so, we stay in contact, right? Yeah, but that's good. I mean, I, I, we really do love your family. We love the kids. Love your guys as kids, and they're always like, "We're gonna go to Arabella Jewel's house again." I know. So I know it's every day with us too. Aiden, Aubrey, it's yeah. every so day. That's exciting. The kids yeah. get really excited when we come out here. Yes. Yeah. So we love the pounds. We also love your mom and dad. Yes. Um, brother uh, Donning and Sister Karen Pound. They were, uh, I mentioned a little bit last night in service, they were my Sunday school teachers, yeah. which is pretty crazy, you know, to see now. And I, I'll never forget, there was one time your dad played Goliath. Jerry was David. And so he was trying to like my little brother Jerry was and so Jerry must have been like I don't know six or something and he's trying to small he's trying to tackle him so if you don't know brother Donnie Pound he's just he's very tall (laughs) how tall is your dad he's six five six five six five and solid (laughs) yeah solid a very big man so but it was so funny I I still remember that scene and actually one time for my Sunday school. we were talking about the story of Samson. This is a long time ago now. But because your dad did the comparison thing, it kind of, like, I decided to get inspired. And I did the, uh, like, tug of war. And I did tug of war with one kid. And then two kids, three kids, four kids. And before you know I had, like, ten kids on the rope and they still weren't moving me. I teach five to ten-year-olds. So, okay. And I started I started off by picking the smallest kids, too. You know, I was <laughs> yeah. trying to pick, you know, I had to make this look good. <laughs> right, right. And before you know it, I had, like, 
15 kids on the rope and now I'm like a little struggling a little bit <laughs> but it made me you know want to do that it's funny because like the first kids like I just like one arm you know, yeah them in. One <laughs> you know like oh come on kid <laughs> you know? know but that is that's the yeah but we we've been t- we have known each other for a very long time yeah. and I remember when Josh officially moved to Georgia we called Crystal and I was like hey I have a friend moving over there yes. you need to be nice <laughs> be nice was- to meet him <laughs> And then, yeah, I guess they were, like, she was very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was working in Riverdale, and I was so random when you called me. And now they're married? How long have you been married now? Um, eight and a half years. Eight and a half. So, yeah, for you to tell that we've been knowing each other for a long time, you were 13-ish, mm-hmm. and I'm going on 34. I don't know how old you're going I'm 30, on. 30, going on 32. So we've known each other for that long. That's a long time. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Just think about. That's crazy. Now everyone's old with kids. Yeah, yeah, we're all, yeah. <laughs> and need coffee to talk. Yes. <laughs> Where's our I coffee? Need coffee to talk. <laughs> so, um, but we're in the city of Buford. How long have you gone to church here uh, in Buford? Oh, since I came when I'm, I think I was 12 going on 13. Okay. I'm pretty sure I was 12. Where did you come from? Were you always just around here and just... When I, when I came to the uh, church, I was in a small town called um, Commerce. Okay. Ish. It was in, the, in that area. Okay. And then, so then you came here and now you're at Buford. You've been coming here since you were 12, you said? Yes. Oh, wow. That's well, cool. yes. 12 turning 13. Okay. That's very cool. So just joining the youth group age. And then, oh. how long have you been out yeah. here in Buford, Josh? Man, we moved in 2010. Yeah. 2010. Mm-hmm. I was right before my 20th birthday. And, um, yeah, 2010. It was in Feb- It was Valentine's it was Feb- Day when yeah, they came. Yes, that's right, Valentine's Day. Oh, because wow. we, had, we were Valentine's delivering valograms. Yes, <laughs> I remember that. So oh, that yeah. was our first experience, the church full of balloons. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, and I really love your guys' church. You know, yeah. I remember. So our first year visiting was last year, mm-hmm. um, 2021, um, around the same time because, you know, we came here for Summit, so same thing. Yeah. Um, but when we came, it was my first time I've ever been to your guys' church, you know. So it was really cool to walk in. And really, so my first service with you guys was a Sunday night. Yes. And, man, it was a rocking mm-hmm. Sunday night service. Brother Randy Williams was here last year, too. And I remember it got hot and humid, but yes. it was good. Yeah, Our air doesn't work half the time. Yeah, I, I, well, this year it worked great. Yeah. It way better nice. this year. Yes. Last year didn't. And, I know. And I remember <laughs> I talked about that service for a year. I, I'm like, you guys wouldn't believe it. These young men look like they were laying in puddles of water. Yes, they and didn't I, care. You no, know, they don't. Like, and, and that's what's so cool. And I'm like, these guys are sweating through their suits. Yeah. Like, yeah. literally, all the way literally. through every layer of their yes. suit. And they didn't care. And it was normal. Yeah, and it was normal. normal. It's yeah. normal. It really is. Yeah. And I remember just looking around. Everyone had a fan. Everyone's yeah. fanning themselves because it's just hot and stuff. I'm like, man. Like, so honestly, I was kind of prepared this year. I mean, I guess it would look like because I wore a great suit. Yeah, you wore a great oh, yeah. suit. But, but you know what? Man. But it was. I remember walking in Sunday morning and it was so cold. Yeah. And then I walked in that Sunday night. It's so like, cold. I'm all. They're pre-treating. Yeah. <laughs> they're the pre-treating the buildings because it's going to get hot. Yes, they start the day before for Spanish yeah. service. But we have a great family that moved that on at HVACs. 
company, yeah. and, and they've been really working on our system. The elderly <laughs> upgraded system. Yeah, so. they've helped with a lot of that. Man, because the humidity crazy. here gets pretty nasty. Oh, yes. it's yeah. bad. So it's bad. It is hotter in California today than it is here. It's 105 where we're at. Oh, it's only like, what, 80-something? Yeah, it's very nice outside right now. Yeah. But the humidity, humid. it's not that bad right now. Okay. I, no. I think it's actually pretty good. Okay. So Yeah, it's nice right now. So. I remember when we first landed, the windows like immediately fogged up to the airplane. I was just like, we're in Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I, I love this city. Kim, like, she tells people, if there's any place we're going to move outside of California, we're moving to Beaufort. Yeah, like <laughs> I love Georgia. Uh-huh, she loves this area. She loves the town. She loves, like, I love the church. The green, the trees, the yeah. the, uh, the the style of living here, but the church, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think I really got really fascinated more so. I always wanted to visit Crystal anyways, but with the church was the fact of when uh, Pastor Jordan Copeland stepped in and his age and just that dynamic. I think that really fascinated me. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, uh, his family and Cheney, Sister Cheney, they're all just doing such a great job. Yes. You know, yes. they are. Um, funny story, uh, when Kim met Cheney. Half was, met Cheney. Half met Cheney. <laughs> it was at... Commit. It was Commit oh, yeah. in Baton Rouge. So Kim's just like standing in the foyer because she's with babies. You know, we took three little <laughs> so kids. So there's and so, like six moms out there and yeah. we're all just like, you can tell everyone's super tired. And everyone's just watching their kids, like, run around, like, why am I here? Like, it was, it's just mom land. And so some of the moms, like, everyone's kind of just, like, greeting each other. And so I just kind of asked her, like, oh, like, what's your name, you know? And then later on, I'm walking through, and I see, like, this huge portrait, and I'm like, that's the girl I asked whose name it was. I'm like, how are you doing? I was like, she probably thinks I'm so dumb. I was like, I just didn't know. What what church are you from? (laughs) And I told Julian, I was like, she gave me, like, the, I don't, I don't, I still don't know her, like, very well, but she gave me this answer, and she was kind of just like, Jamie. And I was like, cool. You know? It's like, <laughs> like, oh, cool. so funny. You know, but they're a great family. Yeah, She's probably know, like, I, yes. I love you guys, Pastor, the pastor's wife, the little kids. They have two, right? Yeah, yes. and one so, on the way. Oh, yeah. Atlas and Cyrus. I think she's due in October. Wow. The third one. Wow. That's September, cool. October, November. That's cool. Well, they're, they're a really great family. Um, and then, you know, uh-oh. So this is a family podcast, guys. So if you guys hear kids in the background <laughs> fighting, so I, actually I don't know what they're fighting, but someone's crying. Yeah, five kids in here. Yeah, yes. five kids. So, but you know, we want to talk about some of the things you guys do here at under uh, Pastor Copeland. Um, you know, so you guys do youth, right? Correct. And yes. then, is there anything else you guys do still? Is there music or anything? I know, I know no, you have music. music. Do. On and off, no, no Sunday music. school. Don't you sing solos, Josh? No. Uh, all the time. <laughs> no, neither one of us do anything with music. No? I'm a hidden no. talent. Yeah, he the church is not ready. Yeah, the church not is not ready. ready. Yeah, you, you know what? We'll we'll bring you out. <laughs> yeah, ready, so. so, but you guys do youth, right? Correct. Yeah, we help okay. with youth, and we have two other couples that help with our age group. Correct. That just have been brought on to help us carry this load. Yeah. So yeah. the the youth group as a whole, from thirteen to twenty nine. Twenty nine. There's almost a hundred plus. Yeah, hundred plus. So we split it up. Thirteen to seventeen. Thirteen to seventeen, eighteen to twenty nine, and we're over the older ones, eighteen to twenty nine. Yes. The branches. The college and career, but yes, they're called the branches. Okay. Why are they called the branches? What's the meaning behind that? So, 
the meaning behind it was a long one. We got to get the uh, pull up the scripture for it. We were trying to come up with with like themes. Pastor was, uh-huh. yeah. and um, he was kind of kicking around ideas and sending them out, and nothing really hit. I think it was clicking. There was all these like yeah. real like epic names yeah but it wasn't what he was looking for like he was like that's just not what i'm looking for so we just kept experimenting we'll get the uh the scripture do we still have the scripture up right yes forget what the um because we had we had a couple to go that we were going through so our younger ones are called the roots the roots okay we're the branches and then we added a third group And and then after all that went on they added a third group, which is from seven to twelve. To twelve, and they're called the seeds. Okay, all right. So the seeds, the roots, the branches. Okay, and um, that's funny. We have our youth group. Um, we we were called ILC Life when I okay. was there. They have changed the name recently to Momentum. That's so good. you know, so it's that because and uh, I think there was a verse also behind it, but the. Basically, the word, the definition, you know, momentum, you know, we're going forward, we're not stopping. And it's the same thing with, um, you know, it's so they, they love that name. They have momentum shirts, they have momentum hats, they wear it everywhere they go. Uh, as I started a lot of conversations, like, Pastor would wear his momentum shirt, like, as he's out. And then, like, someone's like, You have a youth group? Which is actually yeah. very yeah. rare. Yeah, we're wanting to start clothing stuff. Yes. Yeah. Clothing for Well, well I'll give you guys some ideas of where yes. to buy some stuff. So, yeah. what is cool since we're talking about you know shirts and whatnot my dad has the first original heritage shirt oh wow that james thomas oh he made them he made them that's glow right. in the dark that's right and my dad still has one it looks it looks like brand new how he's like i have no idea it. that's like really cool <laughs> it's so cool that's he really wore it cool. the other day i was he was wearing it i couldn't believe it but yeah the so the scripture that that we use was john 15 5 I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's so a that, good verse. Yeah, like so that's, yeah. Where, that's where the thought process came from. Yeah, so we want to put like a, on our shirts the yeah. name with the scripture and put big like youth group. Yeah, so. yeah. And we, uh, so we have the, the youth group ones. We also then bus ministry. We made a bunch of them too for our Holy Ghost rided ones. Yeah, um, Kim did kind of like what Brother James Thomas. We actually borrowed a lot of his equipment to like oh, like nice. steam them, uh, not steam them, the but press like them. The heat press. Yeah. yeah, press them on and stuff. It was cool. It's a lot of work to do it by hand. So <laughs> sometimes it's almost worth it to just invest the money and buy the shirts. Yeah, yeah that's so, yeah. Yeah, so we could give you guys some ideas from where yes. to buy stuff. So yes, it's not cheap. But, you know, you can sell them and try to make some of the money back. You yeah. Know? So, um, we and I think they, uh, when they sell the merch, like, at, at our church, they're not selling it to make a profit. They're selling it just to, like, kind to, of balance out yeah, the get cost. The, yeah. yeah, the cost. Yeah, so. Yeah. And that's what we would do. We'd get the cost and then divide it by X amount of people in the youth group and just say, hey, it's, you know, 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. To get it. your shirt. Yeah, so. Or whatever, your hat. That's really cool. And you guys have been doing youth group, youth ministry for how long now? Since 2018? I believe it was 2018. Yes, 2018. Like, that's when they really sort of, they brought in the topic, and then it was towards the end. Towards the end. So we really didn't, like, start until 2019, but I think we were introduced in 2018 about it. Correct. Okay. And we started in the younger group. And it was split, but we didn't have um, 
names or anything yet. Yeah, we were just helping because the Howards were still helping with the older group. Okay. And then he took a church, and then he was still youth leader for the older ones, and then it was a lot. lot. So then they brought on the idea, hey, you know, we're going to bring on a couple of leaders for the younger group, and we're going to put y'all with the older group. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's actually, it could be a lot carrying a you know, youth group and, you know, we have people who have moved on, you know, from our church and gone to like, uh, like the far fans, for instance, they started a church in Mexico, but before they were, they did that. They did a lot of things with like the in group and things like that. Well, when they left me and Kim, we got in the, the in group is basically, it's like a group from 18 to 39, 35, 40. It's 18 to 40. But then we have the next group that starts there. So it's 18 to 40, and uh, it's anyone married, singles, you know, uh, singles um, with kids, stuff like without that. Kids. It's without, just an age, yeah. so there's no restriction. Yeah, it, it's everyone, but then, and then they divide, because that group is for like hundreds of people. It's oh. a lot. It's the it's the mass majority of the church. So mm-hmm. we don't divide it, at that point, we then divide it by letters. So like, okay. it'll be like A through C, D through, you know. And all these different captains and real rotate. Okay. And the whole point of art is to uh, kind of like what, what you guys are probably doing too is um, like I'm care captains over these letters. I check up on them. If I notice they're not coming, you can reach out to them, call them. You know, if they, you know their birthday's coming up, you can do yeah. something, send them a card or something, you know, whatever. Whatever you want to do. Also, um, me and Brother Philip, he's also an in-group captain, care okay. captain. So we'll sometimes plan like big get-togethers like I, we always do it at his house we're like hey yeah. you know so <laughs> we at one time at his house we had like 70 people oh, oh my wow. goodness and he doesn't have a mansion <laughs> like, uh. you know, but we were packed with his backyard was packed the inside the front yard no not oh, the, yeah the front yard had a bunch of teenagers shooting all the basketball it was a lot of fun um uh, but we do uh we try to do that the whole point is just to connect get them you know in those groups honestly what we're reaching for is we're, we invite a lot of people. We invite, uh, you know, people who are in the church and really committed already. But our main focus are those that are new. Yeah. That don't, that aren't hooked in yet. Yeah. So then yeah. we'll like have like a solid group of people that will show up. And then we'll start reaching for these ones that are like just getting, you know, so then they can start making that connection with yeah. people, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, that's huge. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, because you don't want to show up to service every single Sunday and not know any faces. Know like, mm-hmm. like, I've been coming here for five years. I don't know. Yeah, yet. it's already yeah. wild. Mm-hmm. Yes. Pentecostal church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, like, shouting with you. I want to get to know yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but that's really cool. Um, with the youth group, though, uh, what, what kind of events do you guys... You guys just did one recently. You guys did a big event with them. Oh, the back-to-school rally. Yes, back-to-school rally. So, we... Last year was the first year, correct? Yeah, it was our first year. Well, yeah, bringing so, it back, kind it, of. Yes. We used to have it years ago, and then it kind of fell off, and then now we're starting to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Yes, so we, we just focused that whole entire weekend... Yeah, the whole that the the youth Friday, service, Saturday, the rally. So Sunday. Friday, Saturday, and then both services Sunday. Yeah. Sunday night we have a a service where he preaches. It's a covering it, service. Yeah, covering service. It's geared we give, strictly towards the kids, and they give out prayer cloths to put in their backpacks. Over, anointed. Oh wow! Okay, cool. And That's really cool. Yeah, it's really neat. Well, we didn't Always really do good. anything for Saturday though, but no. hopefully next year it's kind of the yeah. goal to is to have that whole weekend, weekend something going on. Yeah. Um, and then 
You guys did a uh, a youth camp recently too, right? Yes, back in March. In March. Or was it April? So, one of those. March or April? I can't remember. It was our first time. It was called a youth retreat. Okay, youth retreat. And we did open it up to other churches. Yes. And they came. That's cool. Yes, it It was. It was very. It was very powerful. It honestly changed. I know for a fact, one of the services, the watch night service. Yeah. That we had the late night service, and um, they called it Watch Night. Um, one of the young men that we had here that was just, he was really struggling uh, mentally, physically, spiritually. It was taking a huge toll on him. That service, there was tongues and interpretation, and it was, I mean, it felt like it was extremely geared towards him. And he took it the right way, and he responded the right way, and it changed him. Yeah, those and are. It snapped whatever was going on, and um, it really did change him from that point forward. He's he's made a, a complete turnaround. He's. We've had these services as young people. Like we have already run a youth retreat. We, you know, those were life uh, changing for a lot of us. You yeah. know, so growing up, we're in a youth retreat. You know, we went to Heritage as kids. You know, we went to Peak. Yeah. Um, all these different things and you know those moments uh, they're important you know like the, you know and it's how you respond I had a moment and I've talked about this in previous podcasts um, with peak the year 2009 when we went um, brother Johnny King spoke to me like over like directly like he he didn't know it I actually just recently got to tell him like when you said this over the pulpit it was about me joining the military. He said, do not join the military to any young man. And he said exactly how I prayed. But I responded the right way. I could have been like, oh, well, I mean, yeah. that's... Maybe he didn't mean it towards me. Yeah, he didn't say my name. He, yeah, exactly, you <laughs> yeah. know. Um, but I responded and, you know, it's kudos to that youth, that yeah. young person, you know, because that's so important, you know. We could easily come up with excuses on why that wasn't. Yes. You know, why yeah. that's not me. That's for him, not mm-hmm. yeah. for her. You know, so a lot of us—that's what we're best at, deflecting. <laughs> very much, very so. much. No, but that was a great conference. So we had Brother Gary Robinson preach from JS, and then um, Andrew Parks preached. He also is from JS, and then Clark Copen uh, preached. JS, Mississippi. No. Oh, okay. I'm like JS. Oh, no. oh, oh yeah, yeah, we're yeah. in the south. Yeah, in the south. <laughs> yeah, if you're in the south, you know what they're talking about. Yeah, so JS. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'm not even making you guys it. look it up. How was that Mississippi? Huh. How does that mean Mississippi? No, it, it, they call it JS. Um, it's a city. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. city. Yeah. Uh, in the state of Mississippi. <laughs> in the state. It's like people say gotcha. ATL, and yeah, you know gotcha. that means Atlanta. Oh, gotcha. Oh, that yeah. makes sense now. We say LA. 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 Yeah, LA. LA. Yeah, town. Just <laughs> LA is more known. No one calls it all town. Or they say A town here. Yeah, so. A town. LA is like yeah. well known. I'd say JS, you know. Yeah, I gotcha. It's known here. It's uh, still okay. around. I'm not from the South. <laughs> cool thing. So you guys started this in 2018. Ish. Yeah. How old's your oldest Bella she's gonna be eight in February so 18 she was how old then she uh, was four, going four. she was three and a half three, four, yeah, three and a half four. going on four man we, so you guys started doing youth with a four-year-old and yes. one on the way um I one on yeah yeah one on the way I got four. pregnant in 2018 I think it was no I got pregnant in 2017 
I had her in 2018. Yeah, 2018. <laughs> <laughs> you know, more dates so. Mom brain. <laughs> but the point is, is that you guys got involved and did something that was willing and available, yes. even though you guys had kids. Yes. Right. And starting to not, have kids. Not easy. Okay. No, you know that not we, easy. when we did Sunday school, you know, we did, you know, with Aiden, Aubrey Addison, you know, we had making the balance and all that. Um, did you guys like, I don't know. Looking back now, would would you say, oh, we should have waited, or do you think we should, are you happy you guys did it? Maybe yes. start sooner. Probably yeah, start sooner. Yeah, sooner, sooner probably. <laughs> so, my whole point is like because a lot of people they they you know young marrieds you know they, they they like to take this break you know they yeah you know oh I'm married now I need to adjust with my wife so we, yeah. you know, I'm we're gonna we're gonna kick back a little bit. Um, or I just had a kid. I can't do it. I, I need to figure out life. And I know there's a balance. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there is right. a good balance. But Pastor uh, Bishop Randy Williams said perfect last night where he said, "Church preaching is not a spectating sport. Mm-hmm. And there's no time where Jesus did the best example. I thought this was super cool. That Jesus was the best example of he fed he fed them the word. He gave them the new wine, and then he washed their feet. Like yeah. he, they were he ser- he they were fed, and then he served. served. It's yeah. the same thing that we need to. We are fed continually. Yes. You know, we yeah, we need to serve, and it's our sometimes our the the uh, degree that we're involved in changes as we have kids. Correct. And what I mean is like it's not taking a break, but it's not it's not stopping. Right. It's like you might right. not be able to be there at five o'clock in the You're morning. You're just in a different. Yeah place in life yeah and you absolutely. adjust to it you guys do sunday morning like how me and kim does sunday morning you go early yeah yes, you go later really early i go really early she comes later it's the same thing way at home when yeah. i do bus ministry i'm there an hour hour and a half before anyone else gets there because yeah. i'm pulling up buses i'm getting stuff ready um i'm even though i'm not like our our youth or i'm sorry our bus ministry prayer starts at 8 15 Technically, I'm already praying when I'm out on the buses. I mean, like, yeah. I'm not just getting stuff started. My my spirit is getting right. You know, my spirit's yeah. already, you know. And sometimes I'm praying that the bus, like, Lord, please start this bus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, they don't have to jump in. So, start. Yeah. It started, you know, but, you know. Um, yeah. But, you know, we, we do the same way. And I don't expect him to get up because we have the littles, you know. Yeah. Like, Aiden, right. if I dragged Aubrey there that early in the morning, it would <laughs> be terrible. For no, me. yeah, it's fine. Would it be worth it? You know, yeah. like, okay, you know, now, yeah. now we're all fighting and yeah. you know, yeah. mad. I feel like I have stuff. a couple more years and then we'll be out there starting. Yeah, because it's just too. a season. It's it totally yeah. just a season. They just don't wake up. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come That's on. the only day my kids sleep in is on Sunday morning. They're up. Early, early, but on Sunday morning, it's 8.30, and I'm like, get out of bed, and they won't get out of bed. Yeah. Kim dresses them a lot in their sleep. Yeah, sometimes I'm dressing them up when we get to the church. Yeah. Like girls. Yeah. Not Aiden. Not Aiden. Aiden's always been kind of morning. Sometimes yes. he'll wake up, he'll hear me, but Dad, I want to go with you. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, though, I'm like, if he, if he catches me soon enough, I'll be like, okay, you got five minutes, yeah. let's go. Yeah. But, but he'll do it. most of the time, he'll do it, like, as I'm on the way out the door, and I'm like, Aiden, I'm already late. Like, yeah. I gotta go slide these buses, and he gets all mad. He's like, Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, buddy. Like, next time, like, wake up yeah. next time, you know? I'm not quiet in the morning because I'm kind of like loud on purpose because oh. it's like to start waking everybody up. up, you know? So, <laughs> Kim, sleeps, me. <laughs> well, Kim sleeps with the window open, 
like so she'll she'll like open the blinds so the sun will come through. Yeah, yes, I try around. to do that. Stuff if like there's that. Light you know. coming in anywhere. I'm awake. Yeah. If it's, yeah. If it's fairly dark, like I won't even hear you. When yeah. you guys come and visit us in California, yeah, <coughs> yes. okay. soon, soon we you want will to. We have a very dark home. Very dark. Dark, not spiritually dark. <laughs> all right. Okay. We keep the blinds like all. Everything is like keeps the sun out. And, uh, in and the it's, morning. It's for the mornings, you know. Because yeah. we, we I'm, I'm not so much of a person who sleeps in. Like I usually get up around eight thirty, nine o'clock. I know some people are all like, "That's sleeping." That's in. sleeping. <laughs> yeah. That's sleeping. That That's is sleeping. Yeah. But my well, um, I but I'm not like a. I'm not a five o'clock riser if I don't need to wake up. Like, why would I wake up at five o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> I had some young guys when I was working out with them when I when I was younger. They're like, "Let's go work out at five. and then they show up at seven. I'm like, "Why Come did on. I get yeah. here?" And, you um, know? Yeah. So yeah. No, I, I like to, I'm an average morning waker up person. So yeah, <laughs> average person. American. I'm an average American. <laughs> yeah. So and I'm um, on the back side of that because I'm like I could sleep till noon, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm also yeah. up all night. Yeah, the kids. So there's a difference. So, but you know, uh, and then that's another thing too. Is at night you're you're probably with the girls. You know, Josh is probably asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and that's that's just it's reality. Not always though. He's real good at helping me if I need him too. It has changed since um, doing my own business. Yeah, that changed it big time. Speaking of though, like you guys, you started your own business. I know last time we were here, you were doing trees, and you seem to be very happy to not be doing trees anymore. <laughs> you know, that I would talk I about. Know. I would, I would be at work, and we'll just talk about you know business or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I was like, I got, I was like, I got friends in Georgia. They got a tree business. And I was like, man, it's hard work. Mm. I was like, these guys are working hard. Yeah, and they'll, you know, they'll be like, yeah, you know, so from whatever experience they have, you know, cutting down trees or whatever. Um, but. You're now full time in asphalt. Back in asphalt. Back yes. Asphalt was the original first business mm-hmm. that he took the plunge with. That's cool though. Yeah. That's really cool that you're doing that. Um, I know I kind of started looking into it at, in California. It's not the same. It's not. We have a lot of rules and regulations and laws that really hold yeah. it back and make it hard to start. Like I'm going to start doing asphalt, yeah. you know, and start learning. You know, and I talked to Pastor Copeland, and he was, like, super cool. He was like, fly out here, take a red eye, I'll teach you some stuff, you know, and then you could, I could fly out there, do a bid with you and everything. He was so willing to help. Yes. Yeah. It just was, it It looked like it was going good, and then God kind of just closed the door, and I was like, it's not going to happen over here. You yeah. know, it's just yeah. not. Um, unless, like, I'm going to be involved with, like, in asphalt for six years before I could finally start my own business. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just not, not that's not what I'm looking for. So, but you now do it full time, correct? Under since your own business, under my own business, that's cool. So, we opened the business. Well, we got the LLC in 2000. That's when you started 2020. 2020, we closed on our house in October 2020, yeah. and then, and then we two s- weeks later, yes. He took the plunge. Man, what? I was like, they are going to retract this loan if they find out. So when we moved, so when we, I had to wait, you know, two years out of job to get a house. Right. Yeah. And because we had moved from New Mexico. Correct. So I had a good job, making decent money hourly and as much overtime as I wanted. Yeah. And so I mean we. It was the most money I ever made at yeah, that point. Yeah, and for a lot of people, like it's it was, like their dream amount. It was yeah. it was pretty good. It was yeah. it was a good amount of money, and so we 
Wesley Jackson came and preached a message. And he, and he preached about about stepping out by faith. It was a Thursday night. Yes. Starting a business, stepping out by faith, and uh, giving. He was just pouring his heart out. Yeah, he was just pouring his heart out. It was, it was very powerful. So I, I go up front to pray, and I'm praying. God, I really want to walk by faith. I want to give more. And um, I was just thinking of like, you know, monetarily with right. with monies and and um, I just was praying. God, I want faith. I want to walk by faith. And all of a sudden, I just it hit me. You never walk by faith. Clocking into that job, punch again, punch with that guarantee, that, with that guarantee. And I mean, with anything, you know, I second guessed myself like like crazy because oh sure. I had a good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, man, that's, you know, that wasn't God. That was just me. You know, I'm in the moment and I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. And, right. you know, you want to you wanna do things when uh, when your emotions get stirred up. And, and uh, so I talked to Pastor about it. And uh, he said, well, you know, we need to pray. And he said, if it's God, it's, it's God. You need to do it. So we prayed about it, we prayed about it, and it was during the time of uh, um, the whole pandemic. My work, if somebody was sick, you had to take 14 days off. So somebody on my line, my area was sick, so I took 14 days off. And then I was going back, I think I went back one day, and I had another 14 days off because somebody else was sick. Yeah, I mean, uh, you just had... So I had the quarantine two times, so... Uh-huh. My second time quarantining, I went out and I was doing asphalt work with Pastor. And I had, at this time, I already had... You had been doing it off and on on the side for the last... Since we had moved here for for a couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Helping him get that extra. Extra. And so I was just bored. I didn't want to sit around the house. And so I was doing the work and I was working, working. And... um, I just felt that that was it. I wasn't going back to work that day. I just it hit me. I was like, I'm not going back. I can't go back. It was like this a revelation. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. like the light turned on. Yeah, yeah. like and I mean, I was getting paid time off, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a huge deal. And so I called pastors like, man, I'm I'm feeling you know, I'm feeling all weird right now. And so we <laughs> talking. I told him I said I don't I'm, I'm not going back to work. He said all right. He said I'm with you on it. And I said, all right. And that was it. That yeah. was, that's when I just purchased my house. Wow. It was mm-hmm. just like two weeks after. Yeah. That is so crazy. So I mean, crazy. but you know what though? It's like a lot of time, you know, like me, and there's a couple other guys in our church, you know, where we're in this transition too, where a lot of preachers that come through and they talk about, you know, like entrepreneurship, you know, being the head, not the tail, the, the blessings yes. and all that stuff yeah. that comes with it. And, you know, like God is working out. And then the one preacher... It's actually uh, Brother Wilson from Sacramento, Dr. Wilson, <laughs> came down and is preaching. And he mentions a, a fireman who quits his job and starts doing this job. You know how many times people can't do <laughs> So when you quit, enjoy When you quit, enjoy I'm like, and so, you know, and, but the main thing is that what happened for you? The light turned on. God yes. gave you it. He showed it to you. Your pastor said yes. Your pastor yes. agreed. That is huge because there's times where 
I, you know, there's young men who come to their pastor, like, Pastor, God told me to quit my job, and I'm going to start doing this. And pastor <laughs> goes, I, let's not do that. Yeah. Let's do this instead and start working through it. And then they do the exact opposite. Yeah. 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 That's so bad. Yeah. No, that's, that's failure. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> you got to set yourself up for failure. Yeah. So, but you, you know, your, your pastor was, I'm with you. Yeah. Let's do it. And then you guys decide, and you guys as a family took the plunge yeah. yeah sometimes that's even hard on you it is but <laughs> but the thing is god was using that i don't even know if i've ever told josh this that beginning of that year i have i was praying god we i want a house by october and god i want my husband to go self-employed by october so and so I had been praying it that whole year <laughs> so i had been praying that whole year and then god started like doing all that and yeah. i'm like so I think God was showing me, I'm hearing your prayers. Yes, that's good. Because I was like, I cannot believe this is unfolding. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. I literally, like, have been praying about this all year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had a goal. My goal was October. Because we had tried in May to buy a house. And they said, you know, you need to wait six more months. Yeah. And I was like, God, I don't want to wait six more months. So then I, we, I really started praying and fasting more. And then I said, I want it by October. And I want you to see. I'm not trying to do a fleecing experience. I, I'm not trying to test you, but I want to know, like, could this happen? Yeah. yeah. And when it happened, I was like, I didn't tell anyone. I was like, I just, wow. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe that happened. Oh, that's <laughs> good. I mean, and like, in God, but God opened your eyes. God, yes. as a couple, yeah. you guys were on the same page. Because trust me, there's times I came to Kim, I'm like, I'm quitting tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to do this. <laughs> and, and like, in realistic, sometimes it, a lot of that is just emotion, you know, because like, yeah. I hate, I hate missing church. You yes. know, unfortunately, yeah. some days, my Sundays, I don't ever pick up overtime on Sundays. Like, yeah. if I'm ever yeah. working on a Sunday, I am, I'm, I have to be there because it's my normal working day, just whatever happened. Right. Because I'm a rotating right. schedule, you know, whatever. So, but I always tell people, like, I'm never picking up overtime on a church day. I don't. So, but, um, you know, but it happens where I have to work and I get angry and I get upset and I'm telling Kim, like, I'm ready to quit. Like, I'm going <laughs> to just tell the chief I'm done and yeah. all that stuff. And then things will start happening where I'll be like, oh, it looks like I'm going to start doing this and nope, I'm going to do this. <laughs> but the main thing is like, yeah. I did what I'm doing, what my pastor's doing now. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm filling doorknobs. And yes. that, that right moment that happened to you when you were out there. Yeah. And God, you know, maybe you were dehydrated. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's just possibly. very easy. I'm kidding. No, no, no. God, God, this, it was a God moment. But, you know, like, but God opened up your eyes. Yes. You know, and, he, and, yes. and as a family, you guys did it. And, like, it's, that's scary. too, we've seen a lot of things where it's just, it's not exactly that it's never going to happen, but we know it's not this time. Right. And I think when you push back so far against God, like, you want it now, I think you're just, you're setting up for some yeah. really scary mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah. Yeah. even a, though emotion-wise, we prefer it a different yeah. way. There's, <laughs> a, there's a our pastor now preaches it, but he learned it from Brother IH Terry. Well, Bishop learned it from IH Terry, and it's been passed down. You know, it it takes a while to get a gate. Yes, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard yes, that. Sir. It takes a while to get a gate, and you know, so, and all yeah. and all those things. You know, and we want things. I I want to be self-employed, full time for the church. You know, and just available. And be a blessing. I want it all to happen tomorrow. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, you know, I pray that God will just take away all my debts. But, yes. you know, yeah. but I I know that there's lessons to be learned in the wilderness. You know, like, yes. when you're wandering and you're figuring out, you know, God's going to teach you something. Yes. Well, that's actually an echo from a message I heard from Brother um, Cornelius Williams. He preached, I think it was actually at Impact. 
he okay. preached and it was uh and I listened to it online and it was about you know things you can learn on the wilderness you know it's like yeah. God's trying to work on you spiritually he's working on you uh, financially he's working you know those things you're going to learn before you go out there you know and you yeah. need to learn them now because yeah. we don't get them control now when you think you, you're ready to go you're, you're you know and he talked right. about like the cult that was tied up you know by uh, you know that Jesus said you're going to find a cult and it's going to be tied to a post you know cults aren't supposed to be tied to a post you know and yeah. then the, the lesson that's learned there you know and all these it's cool small, things yeah. yeah it was really good but I want to just say like kudos like me and Kim like we admire like families that are willing to jump off into entrepreneurship yeah. full time yeah. you know um, it's 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 a risk it's yes. scary but it's faith and it just shows like the amount of faith you guys have as a couple like yeah. really too and it's not even like a oh well things go bad it's just us two so we can live in a small apartment no you got babies we have kids yeah, you got yeah kids. it's complete uh-huh. Really trusting in God yeah. for him yeah. to provide what you need. That's why I tell these young men that are not married yet, I'm like, do it now. Do it now. Do it when yes. the rest is <laughs> like, you can yeah. move back. Don't yeah. wait. Like, look, man, if you if times get tough and you got to live in your car, it's not that bad. Or move back with your parents. Yeah, or move back in with your parents, you know. Like, it's not that bad. You know, like, it's not that bad when it's just you. But when it's you and, hey, I got to bring my wife and kids, like, yeah. come on. Like, yeah. it's yeah. like, and then people look at the man like bro what's wrong with you right you know right. like yeah. come on like yeah. get your act together you know and, yes. you know yeah. and so no that's very true and that's what like i think we started in asphalt and then we had this idea to do trees <laughs> and when we went into the tree aspect we figured out that it wasn't we weren't supposed to be doing trees i was yeah. praying against it lord <laughs> shut it down shut it down and it was it was like that we had we had that wilderness experience where yeah. we're like it was rough. It was hard. It was, I mean, it was it was rough, and um, you walk by faith, and then um, you just you just hold on. But because <laughs> well, trees, it's hard work too. It's hard it's work. And I'm not saying asphalt's easy. It's not. Yeah. You're, you're right. But trees, it's dangerous. It's so dangerous. It is so dangerous. That's why I was praying for God. It's extremely high high stress environment. Very high stress. Um, your employees that you do get. If they're not in church and full of the Holy Ghost, they're full of something else in there. <laughs> so that they can have like the courage to climb up the trees. trees. You know, it's so scary you, getting you up deal there. Deal with that and deal with craziness. Yeah. Then um, there's just a lot of stress. You didn't. After a while, you start realizing when you go onto a, a big job, especially back here with these massive oak trees that yeah. hang over people's houses, mm, you start realizing like, wow, yes. I'm stressed out just stepping on the job. Like I'm. I'm tight all of a sudden yeah and um it wasn't right it starts playing with you uh, mentally big time and it could it could transfer over to your prayer life and everything where yeah. you just you're drained yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's good i mean and how long were you in that before you got out, back out of trees maybe like a year about a year. Were, about a year about a year about a year yeah yeah i saw the striper in, in your in your Yes. Uh, bed of your truck. I was like, oh, he's doing stripes again. I yes. was telling Kim on the way here. And we were driving back from uh, the Jamboree. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So we were driving back, which was a lot of fun, by the way. If you guys are in the city of Buford around this time, September so, every year. Yep. You guys have to go to the, the first front porch Friday. Jamboree. Then yeah. It, it that was, was a lot of fun. It was cool. It was awesome. It was, um, 
But uh, we're, so we're driving back, and I see you, and I was just like, Kim, I'm pretty sure that's a striper. Like, a, yeah. you know, probably, so, so we were talking about it. I was like, yeah, because I, I don't have any experience working them, but I sure did look at a lot of them online. <laughs> <laughs> so I have an idea so what they look like and stuff. So. They're fun. They're yeah. Fun. So that's cool. I mean, I'm glad you guys are back in the rhythm doing yes. it, you know, so. And, I mean, your phone has been going off since we've been here, so, I mean, you got, you got some business coming in. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. No, I'm thankful we um, got a size subcontract. Work. That's good. Yeah. And With two companies. Yeah. Two people. Well, now a third. That other contacts. guy that just contacted him. Because a lot of it's people who lay the asphalt and then they subcontract subcontract you yeah like they pave it yes seal it in the future and yeah. all that correct. stuff so correct you know and i know the money it, it's not going to come in like at least the seal coating because once someone lays asphalt you don't need to seal coat it for a while right correct. like so but that but now you got the contract you yes. got you got someone they're going to reach out to you then the money will start coming and you know i'll start building over time and yeah. then they'll yeah. be in california and they'll be in california <laughs> then we'll come visit california fly, pri- uh, flying in on private jets they'll be like take me like kim why are you packed i'm going to georgia oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be back. i'm yeah. coming to pick her up <laughs> oh no i just kidding. when did you start wearing a big hat <laughs> it so just goes, felt right yeah. i'm a georgia peach yeah. Yeah. yeah like right now josh is a one-man show but yeah. next year i think we're gonna have to take the plunge and hire a couple of workers that's we don't good. do any advertisement though <laughs> but that's <laughs> because I mean, that's we, growth. we're not yeah. big we, we don't have enough people to hire right now yeah, yeah. because it falls off it kind of tapers down in the winter so we don't want to hire people yeah. in the winter when it's about to start fading off and then it picks up in the spring and summer yeah i learned fall. that dabbling a little bit like the first time i was starting to talk to someone it was raining, so he's like, "Well, it's winter time right now. We don't do a lot yeah, of no rain." <laughs> but but he didn't. But he, this guy's business, he didn't only do seal coating. He did seal coating, striping, and he also did uh, he did concrete. So okay. He did like a lot of the like some of the commercial buildings, mm-hmm. the ADA compliance stuff. You know, building the ramps and stuff yeah. like that. But yes. he's like, all would he subcontracts out a lot of the work and gets people okay. in, you know. so it would have been cool but unfortunately God just closed the door yeah. You know, so. yeah but I learned a little bit about that yeah <laughs> so that's good that's where you know that's where um, my first contract was with uh, with a bigger paving company and all I did was their warranty work and their ADA compliance work okay. so all their handicaps and made sure everything was uh, up to size and up to date and uh, it, it kept me busy and then they started throwing me bigger jobs well if there was if there was a moment where you could look back at 18 year old Josh 18 year old Crystal what would you say to get yourself because you're you're coming out right you're out of, you're coming out of high school you're starting a life as an adult yeah what would you say to yourself as like a man like you know, like, here's what you need to do. These are the things you need to remember. And, you know, what would you say? You know, first off, I mean, address the spiritual side of everything. It would be to make sure consistency and prayer, reading the Word of God and fasting, um, and consistency to church. I think through everything, that saved me. Um, but there is, for me, what I would tell myself is don't be afraid to try don't be afraid to try things especially for the word of god for the work of god don't be afraid to um step out in any area of the church number one 
and just to go for it. And we were put in that situation because home missions. And um, but I wouldn't be afraid to do anything. I don't want to. I don't. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's easier to. You know. At least you tried. Yeah, you might make a fool of yourself at first, but yeah, you tried. Yeah, I like know. that. You tried. And then, as far as work-wise goes, um, be yeah, experiment with things outside. Think about things you could do as if you want to be an entrepreneur and find yourself owning your own business. Um, there's so much out there. There's so much work out there, and it's incredible. It really is insane. There's, I know of young people right now, younger than me, that make, you know, it's not all about making money, but it's nice. Yeah. That make, you know, three times what I make, four times what I make. And um, they're just, they're just doing it. They're working at it and they're staying consistent in their walk with God. And uh, God's blessing a business that, I mean, they're established now. And uh, it gives you a lot more freedom to do things around the church when you own your own business and um, you, you can make yourself available in areas and uh, I love that part so if I was 18 years old I'd tell myself to go start mowing lawns yeah, yeah take the plunge so that you can when you're older be yeah. more full time in the church yeah how about you Crystal what would you say I mean I echo what he says yeah. honestly like I did dentistry when I was younger and so looking back I probably would have, I don't know, maybe done things a little differently. I don't know, but I don't know. My biggest thing is just lining up with your pastor, making yeah. sure that 100% you're 100% submitted. Yeah. And then as me as a female, 100% submitted to my husband because I was not raised in church for the most part. So I was very, I raised myself for the most part. I was very, very independent. So for me coming in, I wish I would have been um, uh, more willing <laughs> to be 100% submitted because it would have been a lot easier, you know, with choices in life and stuff. But yeah, no, just throwing yourself in the church. That's what I tell some of the girls. They're like, we have nothing to do. I'm like, go sweep the floor. You know, you cannot go wrong just getting a dust and helping the cleaning lady, a duster and helping the cleaning lady. It will not. Yeah, you're not going to get paid, but you're building something that when you're get when you get older, you can help and show someone else. Like it's just about working, whatever you can do, working in the in the kingdom. Yeah. It's like Josh and I really, we want y'all to teach us more about outreach. <laughs> we want to get. We really want to start out. I was telling my friend, I'm like, let's do it on Saturdays and maybe on Wednesdays. You and I, you know, just take our kids and do outreach midweek and because we don't, we have kids choir on Wednesdays, but. Um, tell you the best time to do outreach is a Thursday night. Well, we have church on Thursday. Friday night. Friday oh, okay. Night. Friday night. Friday, Friday afternoon. If you Friday afternoon. After school. You do after outreach. School. Yeah. Friday at 4 p.m. Okay. Yeah, we will talk. You are going to have the best outreach. We could talk a lot about that. Yeah, yeah. I want to learn more about it. You know what, though? <laughs> I do want to like just start like wrapping this up with the, you know what you guys have said right now about just being being committed to your pastor, being submitted, you know, um, uh, 
Because being committed, sometimes it's easier than being submissive. Yes. You could easily show up every single Sunday and say, that's my pastor, that's my pastor, that's my pastor. Yeah. And then when he says, hey, I need you to do this, you're like, ah, yeah. well, I don't pass. <laughs> yeah. What if we did it this way? Yeah. <laughs> like those yeah. I said. You know, so all those things you said, you know, at 18, I'm going to tell myself, you know, stay involved, you know, uh, be, you know, all those things you said about being uh, committed to the word of God, the work, the, the word of God and the man of God, you know, those yes. are so important. So being, uh, you know, making yourself available and being 18 and just go and touch everything. Go yes. get your hands dirty. Mow yes. a lawn. You know, if you know, you know, if you want to seal coating, maybe you don't even want to do it. Maybe you just want to try it. You yeah. Know? yeah. I'll say that now because there's the so much you can do like to start a business there in the fire. So what I do for work, you know, I'm a fireman. And in the fire service, we're not hiring these young guys that are 18, 19 years old that have never touched a lawnmower. And we touch a lot of small engines. Like, that's what we do on the fires in, on our yeah. uh, fire truck. Or, and we'll tell this guy, like, hey, can you go mow the lawn? And he doesn't know how to mow a lawn. You know, yes. and like, yeah. we're like, okay, you got you to gotta weed whack. You got you to gotta do the trim. You know, you got to do this. And they're just like, oh, I mowed it. I had to teach one kid how to clean the toilet. Wow. He did wow. not clean the toilet. He just thought he just threw the, <laughs> the chemicals on the inside and just walked and away. And it cleaned itself. And it cleaned itself. He thought, like, little <laughs> people come out and just scrub the toilet for him. I don't know what he thought, you yeah. know? That's so. what I used to think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. But you know what? Like, I really do want to say thank you guys for spending time with us. I really do think that um, this will be a blessing to someone. Someone who is maybe on the fence of entrepreneurship, you know, hearing yeah. you guys doing it. And you guys being a blessing here at the church in the city of Buford. Yes. And um, if you guys ever want to come visit them, they are here. They are a great couple. So, <laughs> and you guys ever, if you're ever, really, if you're ever in the city of Buford, you guys have to come and check out yes. First Pentecostal yes, Church. They are you. awesome. You will walk church. away blessed. Yes. For sure. <laughs> so, yes. so, all right, guys. Well, God bless you guys. Have a great Thank day. Thank you.